I want everybody to see you for what you are. The best kept secret in the Big Ten. You are the Whoa. man. You ready? Yep. Let's go. My name is ML Elric. I'm a sports agent. You could say I'm at the top of my game, but something just isn't right. ML Elric. What can I do for you? Show me the money. Can you sign my card? Sorry, little fella. I can't sign this brand of card. Only Pro Jam Blue Dot cards. And lately, it's getting worse. Came here to let you go. Pardon me? I came here to fire you. You asked me to ride the truck right out of my face. It's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, ML. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now, Hey, kids. It's your old pal, ML Elric, having failed as a podcaster uh, with an uncertain future in politics. We just provide you a preview of what's next for me, Sports Agency. And today, you will meet what may be my first client, but is certainly... The first name, image, and likeness sponsored athlete by a podcast here on the Red Shovel Network. Perhaps the first one sponsored by a podcast anywhere in the known universe. And any moment you will you will meet our uh, our esteemed athlete. In the meantime, we have kind of our regular low rent crowd here, uh, Mr. Mark <laughs> Fellhauer. Yeah, boy, I'm already screwing up. He of the hard out on the intro. Um, Sean Windsor, he of the mouthful of bacon brisket burger on an onion roll on an onion roll cooked perfectly by the way by uh somebody that's going to be with us shortly mr dave hubbard is rejoining us to make an appeal he would like to sponsor an employee and he may join some of our negotiations as we try and cut a reasonable deal with our athlete um we're also going to dive into the floodwaters and uh it's been said that the media contributes nothing to society. It's been said that there's only one reporter working in Detroit. Well, I'm here to tell you that there are many reporters working in Detroit, and we have one who will be joining us any minute from the Detroit News with some revelatory releases about uh, the release of the floodwater and why some of it didn't go where it should have and why a lot of it ended up in my basement and that of people throughout the metro area. Quick question for you. Did you have a problem this past weekend with the storms? Because I, I was thinking about you as it was going on. Not Saturday, but the previous Friday, we did have some more flooding in the oh basement. Oh, my God. We got, we got a, a few more inches. It was not, uh, it was not uh, cataclysmic, but it was uh, the, the psychic damage uh, caused by, sure. by once again being violated was, uh, was pretty significant. Yeah. And we had people, we, uh, we, I know someone who had just cleaned her basement, had lost a deep freezer, a fridge, a washer, a dryer, the water went all the way almost up to the ceiling. They had it all cleaned out. They had everything patched up. They're selling their house, and they got a massive flood a couple of Fridays ago, and they had to do it all over again. So they can't even show the house uh, to prospective purchasers. So that is that was uh, a staggering blow, and, and we had our drywall cut out, and we were starting to replace it and we're thinking, well, maybe we shouldn't replace it because we may have to replace it again. And it's all out of pocket. So you definitely don't want to do uh, that more than once. Um, and let's see, we also are going to talk, I think a little bit later in the show about a crazy, crazy campaign thing that happened to me on, uh, on Sunday that, uh, 
if I didn't, if I if I hadn't been there myself, and someone told me this was going to happen, I wouldn't have believed them. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to talk about you. <laughs> that was a good tease, though. I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, First, uh, we're going to talk about Royal Brian. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm intrigued again. Dealership that's been serving people on the east side and throughout southeastern Michigan since 1975, and probably people come from far and wide to get good deals on the Ford. Now, my my mom just came from the east side to what we would call the far east side there in St. Clair Shores to buy her red. Ford Focus wagon, which is still going strong, I know because we borrow it regularly because one of my shitbox cars broke down again this week. But uh, my mom is not alone. Royal Brian's been taking care of customers for three quarters of a century. If you want to find out more about the deals in store, you go to royobrien.com. That's R O Y O B R I E N.com. Check out Fast Track, which lets you choose your vehicle and options. You can pick your deal, whether you want to lease it, finance it, or if you're a high roller, pay cash. You can get the value of your trade-in, which, by the way, used cars are going through the roof. Susan Tompor of the Free Press had a great column about how much used cars with over 100,000 miles are going for. You'd be surprised how much what people used to consider a car for a high school kid is now going for because used vehicles are so hard to find. And if you get your deal... You can apply for financing to help pay for it, and you can schedule delivery of your ride. So if you want to know more, go to RoyO'Brien.com or call them at 888-566-5851. That's 888-566-5851. And when you call them, tell them that ML's mother's son told you to call. Yeah. There you go. Um, So if we have Beth LeBlanc on the line from uh, the Detroit News, we will very soon find out whether it's actually Beth LeBlanc, which I think is how Woody Woodruff <laughs> would pronounce it after his uh, his quick French lesson for us on last week's show, which I thought that was a great guest. I thought Woody was cool. Is that because you got him? No, no. He said, he said, I want to come in when Sean is there. And I said, Sean's here every week. And he said, oh. He said what? He said, oh. He thought that was like a special thing. He's like, you're getting the big hitters in here. Woody Woodruff, Sean Windsor. And I said, well, we get Sean every week. And he said, oh, I thought Sean was more in demand than that. I'm a, you know, more of a wiffle ball hitter. Yeah, but those are hard to hit. You get a lot of movement. Yeah, you jump I a lot. dribble it up the third baseline, rolls foul. We are, we are going to a lot get, of energy today. Out of we, you, are, Sean. we are going to get you. Uh, That's because I'm in counseling. a coma after this <laughs> exactly. uh, incredible <this laughs> burger. Beth is on the line. Oh, Beth. Hey, Beth, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me today. Uh, since last week we, we uh, spent part of our show uh, virtually in France, I have to ask you, is it Beth, Beth LeBlanc or Beth LeBlanc? It's Beth LeBlanc. Beth, any relation to the guy from Friends? Not that I know of. It's, it's a common question, though. Ah, really? yeah, thank you, Mike. How common of you, ML? Well, I will, <laughs> I will tell you, Beth is way smarter than Joey. Because uh, she came up with an outstanding report in uh, the Detroit News. We encourage you to subscribe, debtnews.com. Uh, you have to be a subscriber to see this story. It's worth, I think it's 99 cents a month for three months, some, some paltry, some to, re- to support reporting. Like Beth's story that said, when the rains hit, key Detroit pump station had been out of power for days. Here's why. This is the kind of journalism that we expect and that we deserve you may remember when the pumps went down, and I know because I called uh, the water department and talked to them the day of the flooding, and uh, and they said, well, a pump was down before the rain came, but it's just one, and we don't really think it affected anything. And a couple of days later, I was told, well, one of the pumps was down for 45 minutes, but it didn't really affect anything. And then later that day, a different official went on TV and said, well, one of the pumps was down for two hours, but we're not really sure how much it affected. 
Well, now Beth reports that these pumps were out days before the storm hit, that it was five of eight pump stations that were out, and that the city, the power company, and the Great Lakes Water Authority should have, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, Beth, but when I'm reading this story, the, the only thing I take away from this is someone should have known there was a problem, and when it rained, there sure as hell was a problem. Is, is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's um, a lot of people are denying that they, they knew about it in time to, to fix it in that sense, um, and a lot of them are deferring comment altogether because they they say an independent investigation will will take care of that and kind of figure out what went wrong that day. But yeah, essentially, you know, Sue McCormick, the CEO for Great Lakes Water Authority, um, came out in early July and said, we found out the morning of June 25th that there was a power outage affecting the food um, pump station and that that took out five of eight pumps and it wasn't fixed before the rains hit that night. Um, but what we've heard from DTE is that actually the, the outage happened June 23rd. And, um, and, and then there was, there was a lot of back and forth about who actually controls the electricity to food. Mm-hmm. Um, and DTE is saying it's the Detroit Public Lighting Department. Detroit is not commenting. GLWA initially said it was DPLD that controls it. Then they said, well, we pay our electricity bills to DTE, so it would make sense that they, they control it. So there's there's a lot of back and forth there and still some confusion remaining. But, but what we know nearly for sure is that June 23rd was when the power outage happened, um, and GLWA didn't didn't find out about it apparently until two days later, right before the rain hit. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of finger pointing about who controls the power, but doesn't Gliwa? Aren't they the ones that oversee that station? So it really ultimately falls on them to realize that there's no power before a storm that everybody knew was going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, DTE told us um, that actually GLWA did realize it on June 23rd and told the Detroit Public Lighting Department that there was an issue. Um, but Gliwa maintains they were not pulled until June 25th, and then DTE kind of pulled back that statement and said, well, we'll just defer to, to Gliwa about what they knew and when. And one thing people should understand, for years, everybody in southeastern Michigan hated the Detroit Water and Sewage Department because they blamed Detroit for increases in their water bill when truly most of those increases were imposed by the local suburbs, because the way Detroit worked was it treated water, it prepared water, and it sold water to the suburbs at a wholesale price. It could not, by law, make money on the sale of water. And now, after the bankruptcy, there was this Great Lakes Water Authority created so that all of the equipment that was part of the Detroit Water and Sewage Department then was transferred to this regional authority, which now sells water wholesale to each of the municipal water departments. So now everybody hates Gliwa in the same way they hated DWSD because they're the ones who are responsible for the equipment that doesn't always work or doesn't often work. And there was a line near the end of Beth's story which really blew my mind, uh, talking about some flooding back in 2016. It said only six pumps were operational when 14 of 16 pumps were needed. 
So they had enough pumps, but there's only a fraction of these pumps working. So this is a historic problem. This is something that's been going on for years. They were aware of it. Beth dug up some great stuff talking about studies, saying this facility is inadequate. You need to make improvements. You need to do work. And what we're hearing, and I still don't think we quite know the full picture because, as Beth says, people's stories are changing, is that there was a significant failure of the pumps and that the generators didn't cover all the pumps. They only backed up some of the pumps. And this is an old system, so we're going to forgive them that. But boy, oh boy, how do you not provide backup power to all of the generators, which are generators for all the pumps, in an area that floods more than anybody else. It well, just is unconscionable. And Beth, you pointed out in the story, I think that's where you were talking about ML, that they were rated poor a few years ago, the pumps and the pumping stations. Um, why haven't they been fixed, Beth? Well, I mean, so Gliwa says that they've invested about $10 million in, in the past several years to these, so these two specific pump stations, right, Connor Creek and Trude which basically bail out like East Side Detroit and and Gross Point and Gross Point Park and everything like that. Um, they said we've we've invested about ten million, but it, it sounds like that falls pretty short of what was needed because they have a plan to invest about two hundred and fifty million that they're in the design phase of right now. Um, but that that plan um, is going to take like eight years to construct. So I mean. Considering the frequency of rain events over the past several years, I, I think, you know, we can conclude that Detroit's going to be in for a few more storms before, before these improvements are made. Um, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, it, some, of, some of these pumps worked. It was just that the electricity was out um, in, the, in the case of fruit. And in that case, you know, that, that too, is... It, it sounds like fruit is, is operating on an old Detroit public lighting department, yeah. um, electrical grid, um, and hasn't been moved over to DTE. It's one of the last ones of, of all of the public electricity units that are moving over to DTE. So there's, there's a lot of different things going on. And, and I, you know, the residents that we talked to said, we've been told millions have been invested in this. Why isn't it working? Mm-hmm. I know people who have flooded five times and not just like there's water in my basement, like my, my washing machine is floating. And so you, you've got to have backup. I want to read one paragraph that really struck out at me. The fruit pump station that's Freud to you uh, outside of Detroit, we call it fruit, has three transformers carrying up to three pumps each. Three transformers with three pumps each. One transformer is served by the Porter substation, while the other two are served by the Ludden substation. The Frood pump station had generators, but they only served the pumps connected to the Porter substation. So let me translate that. Yeah, no there idea was, what that means. There was no generator for two-thirds of the pumps, which means you're relying on all these pumps because it keeps flooding, so you know the pumps have got to be working to help abate the flooding. And you had no backup power for two-thirds of the pumps. That's completely and utterly unacceptable. I don't know how much they spent. I don't know where they spent it. But if you do not provide backup power to operate the pumps when you have an old system, that is a dereliction of duty that is inexcusable, that is inexplicable. And I wish someone would explic it to Beth because they have yet to give us a good explanation for, for why they think this is acceptable. Yeah, or did they have an excuse as to why, Beth? Um, no, I mean, 
Honestly, uh, in, in our communication with the Great Lakes Water Authority, they essentially, I think for a lot of the parties in this, there's a threat of lawsuits hanging over their heads. You know, there's all already been one yeah. filed by the Gross Point Gross Park residents. There's a class action one, I think, in Detroit that's been filed. So they were pretty tight-lipped about what happened. They kept deferring to comments that were made at the beginning of the month, which now don't make don't always make sense, um, knowing the the kind of progression of events. Um, so in terms of of the the generators, I mean that I think that's what McCormick said earlier this month, and they haven't clarified since then about why there weren't generators for for the the Ludden Station pumps. Um, and, you know, considering that Ludden Station is still operated by the Detroit Public Lighting Department, which is operating on a really old system, it seems like those would have been the pumps you wanted to back up. Yeah, and, and I, I'm not here to say what happened or why things went wrong. Just systemically, there were no generators to provide backup power to two-thirds of the pumps in a very old system. That, to me, feels like a disaster waiting to happen. That, to me, feels like hoping against hope that shit isn't going to go wrong. And let me just tell you, as someone who lives in in this area, the only thing you can count on is shit is going to go wrong. Well, but this isn't a new problem there. 2011, 2014, 2018, I think 2016, there were were problems. And what I thought, you know, the, the main, the first paragraph of the story is really interesting because that's the whole thing where, look, they, they were without power two days before who knew what, when would, is it not normal procedure to maybe check these pumping stations out if they know a big storm's coming? Do other cities do that? Is that not a normal procedure, Beth? <laughs> I, did, I did not consult other cities on this. That's, that's a good idea to do that. Ugh. But, um, but I know, so the, the way the Great Lakes Water Authority explained it is that they were informed Friday morning by a crew that was out to fix what was wrong with Brood Station. At first they said the crew was Detroit Public Lighting Department. Then later on they said, actually, we're not quite sure where that crew is from. Hmm. Um, But they were told that there was an issue there. They didn't find out until later that night that it wasn't going to be fixed ahead of the rain. Um, so I think most of Friday they were operating under the belief that it would get fixed before the rain hit. Um, and the extent of their knowledge of the electrical out, outage, um, you know, two days prior when it happened on June 23rd, I, I think that's, it, it appears that's still a subject of, of debate at this point. So. so let me tell you something that should scare everybody who can hear the sound of my voice. The local folks are Gliwa. They own the system. Mm -hmm. Most municipalities do not have their own water system, which means Gliwa should have been checking on these stations. They should be checking on the ones in your town. They should be checking on the ones in my town. And if they can't stay on top of it, everyone who is served by this system, which used to be owned by Detroit Water and Sewerage Department, but now because of the bankruptcy, is owned by the Great Lakes Water Authority. Or it, it may be an outgrowth of the bankruptcy. There may have been some state legislation involved, but here's the deal. If they didn't take care of their business on my side of town, there's a chance they're not taking care of their business on your side of town. So you should be very, very concerned about that. If you want to get involved and help put a little pressure on these folks, I have a petition at change.org. 
It says uh, Detroit flooding. Just do a search for Detroit flooding, and you can sign on to that because we are coming up with some alternatives that will make us less reliant on the system, some green alternatives to make sure that we keep the water out of the system so that if the shit don't work, the water doesn't end up in some of the shit doesn't end up because sewage did get in people's backyards that that doesn't end up in our basement so beth thank you very much for staying on these folks i know from experience that when you have people giving you conflicting explanations it's very frustrating to try and make sense of it but this is an outstanding article it lays it all out you can read for yourself who's saying what when you can draw your own conclusions but i would i i would i would say uh, if we're going to make a judgment now on i wouldn't make a judgment so much on what what happened uh, and why it happened, my judgment would be they should have known something was going to happen because this system, it's failed before. They should have expected to fail again, and it sure as hell did, and they weren't ready. So, Beth, I hope you're going to stay on this story. I trust that you are, and we will try and uh, keep folks up to speed on your latest work. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And tell Craig Maugre I said hi. That guy's a lot of trouble. I will. I will. Okay. Thanks. That's Beth LeBlanc of the Detroit News. You can read her work at DebtNews.com. Uh, you should subscribe so she can do more work because uh, nobody else is doing this stuff. This nice is, this nice is to know these agencies have the finger pointing down, though, as to who's at, who's at fault here. Who's oh, God. Yeah, a contractor cut the line. They, the joke, contractor man. says, I told you right away. They said they took two days to tell us. I mean. And now every time it storms, everyone's going to start sweating that their basement's going to flood again. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's no, bullshit. If, if somebody had said, uh, hey, this is the Mojave Desert. Some of the pumps don't have backup generators, so we might not be able to deal with the flood. I'd say, yeah, we'll get to that whenever. Like, never. I don't care. But this is an area that is prone to flood. It's some of the lowest lying land in Detroit. And, uh, okay, next topic. <laughs> uh, how about uh, making money? And investing. Oh. Overreaction is not the best strategy for the long-term no, investor. No, no, not at all. No. So call our buddy Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748 for rational financial advice. He'll tell you where to put your money, stocks, bonds, uh, 401ks, 529s, all that fun stuff. Nobody knows what to do with their money. So get advice. Get a strategy. Call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth because... Think of Luke because, as the backup generator to your personal Because... Pump. Because Luke will make it all about you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRASIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. It's separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Okay, um, let's, let's, uh, let's jump in to uh, a debate that I lost. Probably oh, what? You lost something? You don't ever lose a debate. First one ever. Well, I conceded. I conceded. And Sean's going to say... He finally admitted he's conceded. No, no, I conceded, <laughs> not conceited. It's a, it's a very subtle difference there. Um, and we have decided to sponsor an athlete. And after a nationwide search, we screened athletes. A nationwide search that, of course, started in East Lansing. Started in Lake Orion. Oh, did it? One oh, okay. of the most talented high school journalists I've ever met, who is now an outstanding Spartan. You know, it would have been so easy for us to sponsor um, any of those quarterbacks that are gonna, eventually going to transfer from the University of Michigan. It would have been. Oh, what did, I think it'd be expensive. <laughs> I thought it was a joke about all <laughs> the quarterbacks trying to leave. The, we could have sponsored Harbaugh because I understand joke. he had a serious cut in pay, but instead. and I, I He's this, allowed to be paid. I have this damn U of M thing over my shoulder that, that I can't. People always. I know, it really bothers about, you. A little sensitive there. It's like, 
It's like having a devil on your shoulder. So we have chosen uh, uh, Kalina Nice to be our sponsored athlete. So Kalina, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit what you, about what you do, because again, our research department uh, identified you, and, uh, and I, I don't have their report in front department. of me, but uh, it, was, it was elegantly written, but I think it's probably better to hear uh, from you yourself about your, uh, your, your endeavor, how you got involved in it, and what you do. Uh, so I'm a rower at Michigan State. I started by doing CrossFit, actually, in high school, and there's a lot of rowing on rowing machines and... All of a sudden, some coaches from Wisconsin-Madison actually reached out to me, and they're like, hey, come on down. Like, we want to see you row. So I went out there for a week, learned how to row with them. And at the end of the week, I was like, hey, like, where can I keep rowing? And they just looked at me and said, you can walk on any D1 team you want. So I just kept with it. And I started rowing at home, going to the gyms, reaching out to coaches. And that's when I heard from Michigan State and... They gave me an offer, and obviously it's the best school in the world. Well, you, so should have asked, I go? you should have said to Wisconsin, well, why don't you offer me a scholarship? I'll keep <laughs> rowing with you guys. Well, I loved Madison, right. but Michigan State's my home. My mom went there. My whole family goes there. I've been going there my whole life. Michigan State's definitely where I need to be. And were you also a volleyball player in high school? Too? Yes, I did play volleyball for probably six, seven years, but then I ended up – I'm too short. I'm not tall enough to play volleyball, Division One. I. I could have tried my hardest, but – Best I could have placed at like a D three D two school. Could have been a setter or anything. No. No. I mean, I could have switched to DS, but my whole life I was five seven when I was in sixth grade. Okay. So I was playing middle blocker, outside hitter, but then once I got to high school, I was still five seven, so I couldn't play those positions anymore. So I'd have to relearn my whole sport, and eventually, it just wasn't worth it anymore. So they they still talk about my net play in the Chicago Sport and Social League. Uh, recreational co-ed volleyball league but, uh, did, yeah, did, did that come again. up when you were in wisconsin mm, I, I don't think <laughs> <Sure>. so but <laughs> okay. did they mention any at all my uh the way i quarterbacked a ragtag uh group of no, young men of and course women not why would they the second no, they round didn't. of the playoffs in the chicago no sport one, and social no league touch football <laughs> league no no so what what is the and i'm not sure you were really out there because i think that would have been one of the first things they mentioned Nah. <laughs> well, we're sticking with you anyway. So so we're allowed to sponsor. I mean, college athletes for a long time couldn't get money for anything, and now there's the whole new name, image, and likeness. Um, what, how, does, how is Michigan State handling that process? Because we did, you know, this is legit. We are giving you something. Do you, I'm assuming you had to run it by the athletic department or coach. or. So I just told my coach, I was like, hey, like I was offered a chance to go be on this podcast and they sent me through compliance and I just had to let compliance know. And we use this app and we've been using it for years, but it was how we got pictures of ourselves that they took at different regattas. It's how we track our followers on Instagram, Twitter, just kind of. All, all athletes use it? Yep. It's called Influencer and it's just a thing. So <laughs> the NCAA. Wow, we didn't see it leading to this when we call <laughs> it Influencer. What the, the hell? NCAA. This is an NCAA app? Yeah. So oh, that's interesting. It's just so everyone can, like our coaches, whoever can track our social media, make sure we're posting things that are appropriate. Like we're still faces of the university. We still need to have sure. a good social media presence. And so we'll just, we log everything through the app so the NCAA can track it, our school can track it. It's just one place so everyone can see everything. And now you know other athletes up there. Have they, is NIL just exploding? Are people getting offers? Are the big, I mean, how's I know it, how's a lot going? of people are doing Cameo because Cameo is really easy. <laughs> yeah. You just post yourself out there and people will pay you to make videos of yourself doing whatever. But I haven't heard too much about it yet just because it's so new. 
then so no one's really doing much. If, if we're able to negotiate a fair deal here, can you, oh. can you promise us that you won't accept money to play video games with dorks? Oh, I don't even know how to play video games, unless it's why Mario does Kart. This, <laughs> this is why the research department like to cut her jib <laughs> right away. Not just because she knows what a jib is, because she's been in a regatta. Why does that bother you so much? If I was a D1 athlete on a scholarship, I would be having so much fun being an athlete and being a student and hanging out with my pals that I would not want to play video games with some goober. Dude, how old are you? I mean, we played video games with our pals. That's how we hung out. With your pals, not with some dork from Henderson, Nevada, Sean. who met you online and wants to play uh, Grand Theft Auto or... Uh, or Farmville. Or I didn't want to go down this road because play with you, their just, you don't get it, old man. And crack cocaine, cocaine, whatever. I don't. In all fairness, we all make friends on the internet now. Ah, interesting. Okay, the research department left that out of my report. <laughs> Maybe it's on the... It's, oh, shit, it's printed on two sides. Especially with COVID. How was I supposed to go out and make friends? Yeah, ML. You gotta go out on Instagram, follow people, send some DMs, make friends. That's how I made friends last year, living on campus with... Only athletes. No one else was there. But they're real friends. You're not being paid to... to, to you don't know that. Them. They could be their friends. Sean, say, save me. <laughs> Sean, this it. is no, where the, I, love I, it. Keep I call going upon the voice of reason. No, Sean's, I, I don't really. Sean's happy to see me struggle. He's like, never oh, save boy, a I drowning don't. man. I don't know what to say. I was just thinking, I think, <laughs> glug, I, had a, glug, glug. I, think I had a decent buffet in Henderson, Nevada one time. That's <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's, we know how your mind works. So it's all about food with oh, not, Sean. Not it's, necessarily. It's all about my historical athletic prowess. I don't know why, because you have... Uh, kids that are, you know, old enough to play yeah. video games that are my kids' age, more or less, right? Our your two daughters and my two sons are similar age. My son, they could uh, marry and would make a great sitcom. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Kalina will tell you, you video games are used to socialize as much as anything else. I don't have a with problem. A, with a, with a, yes, you, you, do. you talk, don't you play with a money. headphone and a microphone, and you're drinking beers in your place, and you're connected with five or six of your best pals, and they're doing similar things, and that's just how it is right now. Now, interestingly enough, though, I don't want to live virtually anywhere. It's not living virtually. It's the same as when your your mother got on the phone and talked to her sister in Iowa. Oh, you know, you're right because I remember my mom and had on an the extra phone and saying, "Okay, we're going into the compound. We're going to get Osama. Now, watch out. Watch your six. Here we go. Okay." What? And had an extra long uh, phone cord so she could stretch it around so she couldn't hear you yeah. little they, they had annoying voice about trying stuff to interrupt her. Shoot somebody, we're driving a fast car. Look, I'm Vin Diesel. What, what is he doing, Mark? Uh, he's trying to You're hold. You're trying a to compare a conversation family. my mom might have had with a sibling to a couple of dorks pretending that they're. What do you mean, dorks? Why do you keep saying dorks? I'm talking about y everyone, young people and how they connect these now. days. Yeah. That's how they make friends. Sorry, they're not as cool as you. How young dogs um, connect. You know what? You know what? Where we used to go to the parking lot on a strip mall in the 70s and 80s and hang out and open up the trunk and have a couple of beers, they're doing it virtually. That, that, that was pretty It's dorky. the same thing, though. Maybe I'm just against dorks. Is that what it is? No, it's like Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused, right? That's, that's how it was that for was Mark and myself. That was not real. That was a movie. That's how I was in Fort Worth in, in my senior year almost every weekend. What are you talking oh, so about? So you were preying on underage girls? No, not me. Well, you just said you were just like that. Not Matthew McConaughey. Hanging out with your cars. That's what Kids don't even want to drive anymore. Do you even have a car? I do have a car. <laughs> now who's attacking kids? <laughs> <laughs> but you, Kalina, no. you told us that you wrote um, an article or a research paper yeah. on NIL. And oh, you yeah. Weren't, Sorry, back to Kalina. You weren't totally <laughs> sold on it. No. Um, are, I, are you sold on it yet? I'm still kind of 
back and forth on it just because a lot of the people who will be getting paid are those big athletes with the big sure. names who are still going to most likely go pro. Yeah. And I'm not even tall enough to go to the Olympics. I can be as fast as those girls on the Olympic team, but I'm not 5'9". So I'm never going to be able to go at a higher level. But even going. at the pro level, the athletes with the biggest influence, the best players get the most endorsements. Yeah. And that's basically just transferring over to college now. And yeah. I still think it's important that we get compensation for our jerseys being sold, us like being in video games, me being here on this podcast. Sure. But I don't think salary should not be a thing. They should never be getting a salary. Our scholarships are salary. And if they're getting more money, they should give out more scholarships. There's Dang. so many teams exactly. that only get like four full rides and no one else is on scholarship. Well, the NCAA, it's easy for them to accept NIL because it's not money coming out of their pocket. It's money coming from the free market flowing into these people. Like the soul of Detroit. <laughs> but make no mistake. Sadly, there's very little money flowing into the soul of Detroit, <laughs> which is something I would be bringing to bear when, when Kalina tries to hold us up for a, a ransom for her, uh, her uh, endorsement deal. But are, are athletes at Michigan State, are they actively trying to find endorsements, or is it coming to them outside of Cameo? I feel like a lot of them will go out of their way to find ways. I've seen on see social media people like going out to find, like just like I think there's a football player, I forget from what school, but he's sponsored by College Hunks Moving, and he yeah. just wears like their jersey oh, yeah. or whatever. And I don't think people are just coming up to them. A lot of people who are getting them right now are – Family, friends, family yeah. sponsoring them. But I don't know. I don't think it's too much of an issue yet. I feel like it'll start becoming an issue when every single athlete out there has a sponsor. And it's just going to be everyone. I need to make money. I need to make money. And I mean, we do. We don't have time to work jobs. Exactly. So well, so to, to begin the negotiations, um, we have some, some fine uh, Soul of Detroit branded products here that we'd like to open the, the negotiations with by offering you, first of all, one of our our lovely Soul of Detroit Room 7609 keychains. It, 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 it you can counter if you don't want logo. it. You can tell them. <laughs> and it says uh, that we guarantee postage if dropped in any mailbox. That actually isn't true, but we'll, so we'll, we'll start Thank you with you. that. Uh, because of the Delta variant, these were seen as archaic, but it turns out that our, uh, our special Soul of Detroit uh, masks are back in demand. And for those of you looking for a more, um, a more uh, fashion-forward option, we also have our Soul Detroit Gators. Those are great for working out. We had to wear masks Fantastic. all year, and I always wore a gator. So, so she's already conceived. Sponsorship's That's already paying valuable, off. Yeah, very exactly. valuable part of our compensation package. Um, of course, the uh, Matt Jennings-approved Soul of Detroit beanie. When you're out there on the lake, you want to stay dry. That's guaranteed. And it's 27 uh, degrees and we're breaking ice. And it's 5 in the morning. Yes. Oh, yeah. With, with that the has a very low drag coefficient, by the way. <laughs> with the compliance office, is have they blanketed said, hey, this certain aspect is not allowed. We're not going to allow. I mean, I'm, I would assume they don't allow uh, alcohol sponsorships. Yeah. It, it's a lot of, it's very fine print. It's all over the place. Like, we're not. It's new. Oh, They're making yeah. it up as they go. Gambling, so FanDuel. Altus is out. I, yeah. We're, you cannot accept Altus as part of our compensation package? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, Carl. I tried. I tried. But, but we're what, yeah. not allowed to, like, you can't just keep giving us free cars. Like, if I were to get a sponsorship through Nike, I couldn't just no worries of that constantly get free Nike stuff all the time. There's just, like, I know, like, Lululemon why? can't yeah, why? do... why? 
couldn't tell you. Is this a? Do you know if it's just, is this a university thing or is this an NCAA rule? I believe it's an NCAA rule because I know Lululemon used to do a thing where college athletes could get discounts on their clothes, and then they had to get rid of that because of NIL laws. So that that made the Lululemon yoga pants only ninety dollars a pair as opposed to one hundred and ten dollars a pair. Yeah, it, it's fascinating the amount of control they still want to have over it. But I you. You are representing the university. You are getting a or some players are getting scholarships. Mm-hmm. I get that, but well, I I hope as you are out there on the field of valor, on the 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 pool of valor, and you're digging deep for the old you, and you're thinking I don't have anything left in the tank, but I don't quite have enough to get over the top. You understand that you're representing the soul of Detroit as well, and that that yeah. helps you with that little boost that you need to become a champion. Is there any chance of that happening? Um, I'm hoping by my senior year or my junior year that we're going to be taking home some Big Ten rings. And uh, I don't know. Right now we're struggling a little bit, but we're under new coaching staff. We're still getting – we have a old very young – drowned. Yeah, the old Probably not the are, right guys to be in a boat. Yeah, but – Over the side. We have a very young team, and like my boat at Big Tens, we finished – the highest out of everyone at in the Michigan State team, and we were all freshmen. Okay, so that's promising. But I guess what I'm saying is that inspiration you draw from being affiliated with Michigan State, is it is it possible that being affiliated with this podcast will provide extra inspiration? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, great. That's what I'm like. I know I got well, ML then, on my side now. Then this is probably <laughs> a good time to, to increase the value of our off with one of our fantastic – Soul of Detroit short sleeve T-shirt. What shirt is that? Is that a misprint shirt? Because that doesn't. It's got the blue ML. I've never seen that one before. I haven't really. Either. Yeah. Oh, well, now it's a one of a kind. It's wow. unique. So, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> thanks. That's actually, extra value. Thanks for the mistake. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the mistake it. shirt. What do we have on there. <laughs> it's a black. It's black. The ML is black, is isn't it? it? Yeah. I didn't wear it today. Yeah, I know. I wear. I've worn it every day for. I don't know. A year and a half straight. Time for a wash. I mean, not every day. Every Tuesday, I wear it for a year and a half straight. But I'm protesting today. So <laughs> you're protesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later. Oh my goodness. Let's let's keep the focus on. Uh, well, you can't protest this show because you're going to be hosting it next week. With maybe some, not. With oh, well, oh boy, with special uh, guest host. I, I almost texted you and said, "Don't say anything about that publicly." But you know, Onita Jackson. Okay. She's going to be on the show. Well. It is cold out there, so we thought it'd probably be good to have a Soul of Detroit hoodie. I feel like you're just hawking merchandise as opposed to sponsoring <laughs> no, no, if, Kalina. If, did you not hear the if interview? If I was doing that, Mark, I'd mention that <laughs> all Beth of this LeBlanc? is available at, at uh, Drew Oh, seriously, did she even speak? <laughs> Her work spoke for itself. <laughs> so there's a, there's a hoodie. You don't need to be sponsored. You can get your own at DrewAndMikeStore.com. That's what I would have said if I was just pimping the swag. But uh, he's just using me as a marketing scheme. It's fine. Sure, that's fine. But Kalina gets to talk that's, that's, a little bit more than Beth did. So I guess <laughs> that's why I'm against this NIL. Kids are being taken advantage of by, by unscrupulous you. sponsors. <laughs> by you. Like Sean and Mark, who have bullied me into this. How we bullied you? Yeah, it really sounds like it, too. You, did, considering did, you you're disagreed with all of it and then thought a way to market yourself, thought of a way to market yourself, and now you're all on board. Sean, if I was just trying to market myself, I might mention that the ML oh, uh, for Detroit Is that campaign, a chip clip? Yes, these are uh, <laughs> only we know someone how a chip who's interested works. in shameless marketing would, would yeah. 
would offer a, a ML uh, for Detroit City Council chip clip. What Only do you use them like for, really? I, I wouldn't Keep do your that. cars That's together? That's just to make your point, Sean. Keep I'm going to go really far together. in East Lansing <laughs> with my roommates. Well, Sean, <laughs> Sean's just bebopping over here. You kind of write him that off. That was because a solid he's, one, though. He's in a, in a post-sandwich uh, uh, Oh, it's uh, not that I didn't get sleep last night. You know, or the night before. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people who come on this show feel like they've sullied themselves. If that's... If this turns out to be one of those occasions, might I suggest the ML for Detroit City Council hand sanitizer, which is guaranteed to kill oh any God. bacteria or uh, this is unreal or bad feelings. Uh, these are available at campaign events throughout the East Side. And uh, well, that's your offer. I mean, what what does Kalina have to do for us? Um, well, she has uh, as as you pointed out when we were uh, when we were diving deeply, and she has a a robust Instagram following. She is an influencer. Wow. Well, plug it away. So uh, yes, let us know. Uh, well, you can follow me on pretty much anything at Callie Nies, K A L E E K N I E S S, and you can see me and all my rowing and all the Soul Detroit merch that I'm going to be wearing hey, from look now at that. on wow. in my Instagram. A pro, so. already a pro at uh, pushing, well, the, pushing the product. She, she was a wizard as a dragon. And now she's a Spartan. So oh. we, we will get updates, too, on how the season's going. Well, that's what I was going to ask. How is the rowing team doing? Well, I'm really excited for our new freshman class. We're getting a lot more athletes. I mean, last year, a lot of people just didn't come to school because of COVID. And we've got a bunch of international students. We've got a lot more girls that I think are going to have a lot more power. Our coaches are putting a lot more pressure on us to get better and stronger and I think the season's going to be so much better than last. Last okay. was just a lot of growing. When so. when is the season? Spring. Spring. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Do you live on? You live on campus, or do you uh, live I live off campus, off campus in an apartment. Um, is there talk about? Since you brought up COVID, do you have to be vac- vaccinated to be part of the athletic department to live on campus? Do you know any of those rules? I don't know yet. I know we have to. Like, I had to send my vaccination card to my trainer because they have to keep numbers of who's vaccinated and yeah. who's not. I'm assuming if we're vaccinated, we don't have to wear masks anymore, and that would be really nice. For now. For now. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the CDC just changed some of those guidelines. Yeah. For all you guys who didn't want to get vaccinated or wear masks, great. You didn't get vaccinated. Now we got to wear masks again. Thanks. But don't shame them. They have their reasons. Like what? Uh, the microchip that somebody put in their uh, rectum. I don't think you shaming them is going to help them go get vaccinated, though. Nothing. No, when you're not oh shameable, you're so negative. When you're not shameable, me trying to shame you will not work. So, but but wait, a minute, we, we've got to put some cash on the table here. We have to make this financially reasonable. But before before we actually put some hard lucre on the table, Dave Hubbard is here to sweeten our offer. Altus has been ruled out for now because there may be yeah, no, an issue no there. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a feeling uh, that. Kalina will know where to find some beer without our help. Hey, hey, but, hey, I'm still underage. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I didn't say consume it. Find it. And you can call okay. the cops and say, look, there's beer here. <laughs> of course. So that's, I remember being at a party with your parents where somebody said, look, there's beer here. <laughs> they all happen to be undercover police, unfortunately, and some, some hosts spent some time in Ingham County Jail. But, um, but Dave, uh, what, what, uh, what can you do to – it's a true story. I wrote it front page of the Detroit Free Press. 1989, look it up. Dave Hubbard is here to offer uh, a sweetener to our compensation package. Dave, as you know, is, is with the butchery. Dave is also looking to offer some compensation to people who would like to work at the butchery. Dave, take it away. ML, as you know, uh, my wife and I are both uh, Spartans. Uh, we both graduated a, a, 
quite a few years ago. But we wouldn't have been involved in this if you weren't a Spartan, Kalina. So this is, this is uh, I have a question first, because obviously we deal in, in, in beef, quite frankly, or meat. <laughs> yeah. um, what kind of diet, like what kind of diet are you on? What kind of things do you eat athletically? You know, you're in a different world than the rest of us uh, schlubs sitting in this room, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so go ahead yeah, and tell me so, that. We'll start there. Um, we, when I went to my nutritionist at the beginning of the year, I was dying i could not get through practice every single day and so we start she put me on a six meal a day diet so i would eat a snack in the morning and then i you're going out of business dave this one's <laughs> gonna kill you protein forward yeah we ate a lot of um proteins they always said to have a colorful plate we want a lot of carbs lots of proteins anything to keep us skittles sustained for a long time so um no vegetables oh a lot of vegetables Broccoli, uh, chicken, rice, leaf. love all that stuff. How, how much chicken is a great vegetable? What kind of food? What kind of food could we could we send to you? Like, can you cook? What can you cook? Or yeah, or? so um, I'm have my own apartment, so yeah, I have so my own works. full kitchen, and yeah. So how about we send you uh, food either weekly or monthly or something like this? We can yeah. give you enough food to get by to make sure that you're you're eating. Yeah, good that food. would be perfect. You know, we got um, high end. Prime steaks. We'll send you. We'll send you Amish chicken. We'll send you all natural stuff. It's marvelous. We'll make sure that you're That's you're flush with good meat. Um, if and only if you stay with ML, because that's course. my guy. All right? ML is my guy too. And you're at our yeah. school, so that, that you works. Show up that on that Sean Belizean podcast. It's over. <laughs> oh my gosh! Get out of here! Get out of here! That's my Done guy. Don't don't mess with my buddy. <laughs> No, I if you're putting meat on Sean Belegian's table, you'd go out of business for sure. That dude is a protein freak. Oh yeah, we 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 smoke a lot of meat, Sean and I. Uh, where's the drum roll? <laughs> the rim shot. <laughs> yes, well, we're not here to judge, but uh, that's great. Um, so, so what do you thinking, Dave? Uh, he's a Spartan some, too. Some, some, oh, he's a good man and a big hockey guy. Are, are you thinking um, some uh, some fine ground beef? Are you thinking some steaks? Are you thinking um, some of that wagyu beef? I'm thinking we're, we're, we're thinking steaks and chicken. We'll do all the class of the stuff yeah. that, that you'll enjoy um, that'll get you going. Chicken breast, you know, uh, Amish chicken out of Indiana, so you can cook it up and eat it, right? You oh, know, yeah. Like, <laughs> all my roommates or my teammates do, so they're going to be so jealous of me. I've got really good meat. Yeah, so then maybe, yeah, then we can tease the other athletes. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Make, yeah, you got to go down and get it. Go get it yourself. Maybe, we'll get you some swag, too. So every now and again, you can throw a butchery hat yeah. on or something. We got all kinds of stuff at our store we can take care of you as well and dave also has a lot of high-end groceries at very reasonable prices and produce we'll do the whole shop outstanding selection of beers which we will not send there because if we send it kalina will call dps and say there's beer here somebody get this out of here or i as as a part of the sponsorship team i may have to go confiscate it can we just talk about that burger for a second dave <laughs> oh boy Did, so, t- tell me because uh, it was cooked perfectly it looked uh, rare between rare and medium rare how did you get it, first of all, to stay that uh, that lovely on the drive down from, where were you coming from? I'm the, coming the from Silver Lake, Lake, yeah, West Bloomfield, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the same. You know, uh, going back to my buddy, Sean Belegian, we he and I came up with that burger, actually. We were we were messing around uh, with things that we could do to throw in the smoker, because, you know, we fool around. Um, and so uh, I took fresh uh, bacon, some brisket, and some uh, uh, short ribs, and we, we kind of ground all that together and form a patty, and then... I put them in the smoker for a while, so it kind of forms. And because it's raw bacon, you're still going to get some pink in there. But right. that's cooked fairly much pretty through. Um, but I sear them. You can cast iron sear them first. Right. So you can get a nice texture on the outside. You can get that, that variance there. A little for, salt? Yeah, a touch. touch. Not a lot. 
The bacon really sings through the whole thing. And then you thing. caramelize the onions and you throw it on a Boom. On onion, onion, onion roll. roll. Very simple. But it's the short rib to me that yeah, gives that it fat. Yeah. That gives it the, I mean, because short rib has such a distinct the flavor. It's great. Yeah, much more. Anyway, get to the butchery and try this burger. I mean, so, fine, chicken press, whatever, you know. Oh, I knew it was going to come back to me. So, uh, yeah, Dave, you, you know, but be, come on. Before you put this care package together for Kalina and her, her lucky uh, uh, housemates, um, you're looking for some work, too, and, uh, and compensating pretty handsomely. How do people join the butchery team and, and get, uh, get some cool butchery swag to wear at work and maybe take home the odd uh, uh, boneless, skinless chicken breast that I love so much that Sean... I didn't say boneless and skinless. You know, like everybody else, we're we're looking. You know, for that's what I like. You like, should be eating that's that. Okay. We're you looking need to have a beak in there somewhere. We're looking for some help, for like everybody else. And and in the retail world, it's it's really tough. Um, and we're we're in an environment where knowledge is is key to the service that we provide. So knowing what we do, or knowing something about cuts of a cow or a chicken or a pig or something like this, these are all you know important factors to how we we're able to to give good service to the people coming in we're selling such a high-end product that education is is a big part of what we're doing in that sales process that being said um we we get tipped uh very well and our customers allow us to to pay a little bit more than um maybe what our average retailer could pay um because their generosity we kind of pool it and we can and it raises the average wage across the board for us we have people um, that, that clean the back room. They might clean up after me when I'm cutting in, a, in, in the, the uh, cut room, if you will, or they might be you know, cleaning pans and stuff like this. They might never see a customer, but I want them to get the paid the same as the, the, the guy or gal that's up front that interacts with the customers that might receive that tip. Um, so we kind of even the playing field as far as everybody's on the same team. Um, so we're, we're somewhere in between 13 and 15 even up to $17, $18 an hour uh, with a little bit of experience um, like anything else, you come in with an ambition to, to retain a little bit of uh, knowledge and, and, and put forth some effort, show up every day. It's, it's the easiest part. Um, and I'm willing, you know, we, we'll, we'll give you anything you want because um, we're only as valuable. My wife and I are only as valuable as the team we can assemble around us, right? So we can, I can't grow. I can only do so much. I'm only one person. She's only one person. So That's a great philosophy. Can I just say real quick, Mark and I, a couple of weeks ago, I'm not sure if Mike was here. We were talking about can we rally behind anything these days as a – as a country, and we came, we came down to food, you said basically. War. Oh, Everybody likes tacos. Everybody likes pizza. And so Dave, before the show, we're talking. He made a, a kind of a joke about, it. you know, do we have different views and that sort of thing. And, and, and maybe we do. I don't know how different they are. They're not that different enough that we can't sit here and uh, I can enjoy a burger that he's cooked. I would be happy to do the same from something off of my smoker. Don't make a joke, Mike. Come on. Leave, <laughs> on, leave that on one roll. alone. Keep going. But seriously, we can sit here and we can, we can kind of communicate and bond a little bit over something. We, we're not that damn different, all of us, right? Hmm, well, maybe, I, I maybe we don't have to have a spectacular brisket, short rib, bacon burger that's been perfectly seared on a cast iron skillet before after it was smoked. But we can do it over a, a freaking Big Mac. So right? here's what I love about this. You're saying that Unless food... you're a vegetarian, fuck those people. Yeah. No, no, then I'll grill you some broccoli with a little salt and pepper and olive oil. And then toss in a little sriracha and some, uh, and so, some balsamic or something. The heat, the spicy, the sweet, we'll balance that shit out. We're fine, man. Vegetarians are welcome. So I'll for tell those you of, of you who have been paying attention, Sean thinks that we can resolve our beefs with beef. But if hmm. I mention that I picked up some boneless chicken breast. You shouldn't be no bone. 
You, you, you want to bring us together by food, but you're tearing this team apart! Let me just say, that's not food. So, yes, we can get together. <laughs> we can get together with food. No, I'm kidding. I love a good chicken hey, breast. Dave, just, just how, how can somebody apply for one of these jobs? Bit. Brian since, it a little bit. Since Sean's right. just printing up his resume right now, how can anybody else get in there? You can go to our website, thebutcherysl.com. You could uh, hit email me at uh, chefdavehubbardjr at gmail.com or tbutchery at gmail.com. Either way, you can get through get to us through the website and ask a question or inquire, um, and I'll get back to you right away. And like I said, um, anybody who is willing to come in and, and, and try it out, we're, we're willing to show you the way. Um, and again, it's more about um, learning and working with each other versus, uh, you know, if you don't have experience or something like that, we can, we can definitely bring you along. And it's not just meat. We, we, have, we have produce. We have dairy. We have a lot of local stuff. Um, we're uh, located in uh, Sylvan Lake, Michigan, so we're just north of uh, West Bloomfield, right on Orchard Lake Road. Um, we're closed Monday and Tuesdays. Uh, so a lot of partying. If you got some young people that are just they want to work for a few months before they go back to school, um, I just kid. Uh, we're open Wednesday through uh, Friday, uh, ten to seven, and Saturday and Sunday we're open nine to five. Again, that's uh, closed Monday and Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday through uh, Friday, uh, ten to seven, and Saturday and Sunday nine to nine to five. And you can call us if you like two four eight six eight two cows. And we may be sending Brand Don over there because he's an expert at cutting the cheese. Which That's my guy, too. We, we yeah. used to send uh, food over to him and his wife. Uh, great people. Okay. So, uh, so get a part. So now, uh, Kleena, we still got to come up with a dollar figure. And I think as a starter, um, perhaps we could uh, come up with an amount that would more or less cover the, uh, the occasion when you do find yourself out and about in East Lansing after hours, um, like uh, going to Conrad's or a place like that, what would you think your monthly Conrad's, uh, Cottage Inn Pizza, uh, Bell's Greek Pizza, Taco Bell bill comes to? Probably close to, well, it's hard to think about because last year was COVID. I didn't leave Yes, ever. let's base it on a very um, cheap year. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's bad negotiation. Mm. We, we, want, um, we want to start from a baseline of... I'm trying to think. I probably eat out two to three times a week, which is more than I should be. But mm, now you're going to be cooking at home. Right? Yeah, but this, do, you're yeah. Not, these aren't hundred dollar meals, sure. right? You're eating no, a chi- no. you're eating a Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, I this love is, having this. Is a chili cheese fries with onions. We used to call that an Elvis with Ryan. I feel like we're all negotiating against ML. It's just kind of fun. Yeah. By the way, the uh, compensation <laughs> pool for Kalina comes out of the team compensation pool. That's all right. Joe's is over there saying, like, I think she's got enough already. Where are you <laughs> Well, uh, you got to th- pay for that bolt. Joe's over things. here smiling. Come on. Joe is, Joe is, a, a, he's, we're sponsoring Joe. He's, it's all under the table. I didn't recognize Joe with the mask and the, the haircut. Are, are you going to negotiate live? I mean, are, are yes, you no, we, we need out? to have a figure so we can start to haggle. Well, you have to throw it out first. No, yeah. No, no, I want to I know what the ballpark <laughs> no, is. No, no, no. You got to throw it out first. You got you to gotta <laughs> well, tell me where you're starting so I can sure. talk it up. So I'm thinking as a, as a finely start tuned off. athlete start who has off. a nutritionist there. Uh, you're probably eschewing any of the junk food. So I'm thinking you probably spend about $10 a month on chili cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. If you with the Snickers thrown in there, we make it like ten seventy five. Have you been to East Lansing lately? What's your counter? Oh, that's, <laughs> have you sorry. seen I, the I, prices? Count, Kalina, he, he's counter thinking high. about his the cost of his car payment, so yeah. forgive oh, me. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> counter high. Um, hmm. I'm thinking closer to $150,000 a month. Um, <laughs> Got to be some happy and medium between well, those we're two We're not going to split the difference. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, shoot. realistically, it's like $20 for cottage and pizza, and then probably Done. another $15 for Conrad's. Um, and then parking <laughs> is $30 a month for Ooh. me. Oh, 65 And then gas to get here. Wow. I would think with all that Conrad's, gas is plentiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about... Uh, what, what, I, um, Why are you having such trouble with this? Because well, I, I, I want to say 50 bucks a month, but I feel really cheap. So, Mark, would you offer... Who made these deals? Uh, how about we start at 50 bucks a month and you bring your receipts in? Okay, I can bring receipts and in. And we will start to, we'll adjust the compensate, although I don't want to encourage the you to more bad The worst, stupidest food. deals I've ever seen. Okay, but how about every time I promote the podcast? Post oh, yeah. on Instagram, tweet out, see, there wear you my go. stuff to practice, go out to a football tailgate with your sweatshirt oh, on. See? Wow. Man, she's, she's, you're way yeah, better at this than I he got, is. I got, I got sucked right in <laughs> on the flat fee. I think I got 30 bucks for that, you know? What are you doing over there? Damn. I'll pay for your parking if you if you yeah. want to wear yeah. some of our swag every now and of again. Of course, Sean Sean, who wants to pay as much in taxes as humanly possible, do you think our offer is is embarrassingly uh, uh, low? It's or? low. It's low. Okay. I read an article that some athletes are getting paid a hundred thousand dollars a year. So, but they have to play video games with losers. So. <laughs> That's, do you want me to play video games with you? <laughs> I'll play video games that with you. Is that's, awesome. That's playing video games with a loser who's then paying you to pay play the video game with a loser. So Mark, I'd, be, I'd be charged twice there. No. What yeah. do you think, Mark? You're the you're the finance man in the room. Oh Lord. Um, no, no. They paid Harbaugh seven million dollars a year. We do not want some from Michigan deciding what good compensation. He's is. the finance. He knows all about the markets. Okay. That, he's that's his thing. Oh, I oh, think can we do it in Bitcoin. We could. I have we have one Bitcoin ATM in all of East Lansing. I have okay. no clue how Bitcoin she, works. She's too smart for that. I think it should be done uh, per impression, like per something she does. We can figure it out later, like per post. So should we start with a minimum of fifty dollars a month? Uh, well, yeah, if you're cheap. All the you know the answer to that question. Um, <laughs> she just laid out the Conrads and the uh, the Little Caesars. We'll start. We'll start there. Okay. If you're Cottage cool in, with that. Cottage. No, it's not the same. But yeah. The, Cottage in and what and get no gas. Dave's going to do that. So Dave's got the gas. You need to get that. Do you figure really out have the gas, bit. Dave? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. we've got eighty dollars hard cash a month for you. And based on here's the deal. I'm going to set you up with an office, an apartment, a credit card, all that shit. <laughs> I can start you at one hundred twenty grand. <laughs> See, that's how you negotiate right there. Wow. Okay, so we'll we'll start you at a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> there you go. Seventy uh, bucks. Seventy bucks from us, Sean. Uh, you may have just received a text from me that says you will be taking a, a reduction in pay uh, uh, forthwith. Fine, take but, the twenty okay. bucks out. So we'll, we'll give you a hundred bucks a month. You know, uh, that's less. Uh, that's less um, sorbet and uh, beef jerky for the boys. Who made these deals? Sorbet. When you, isn't that what you got when you're out there hustling milk tuts at the CVS? It was, yeah. Uh, ice cream was it? I thought it was sorbet. ice cream. Was it sorbet? I thought it was it was tofuti. Milk you tuts, said. yeah, tofuti. The least offensive uh, confection. Tofuti is the uh, is the uh, skinless boneless chicken breast of ice cream. That's right. It's made out of erasers um, <laughs> from people who don't make mistakes. Okay, so uh, because of the people on my side of the bargaining table, it'll be a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, let me just tell you, I'm glad you guys are not with me when we're negotiating for the newspaper. Deal. It was twenty bucks. We all would have been, we all been broke. Okay, so we we got seventy bucks from the show. We have more swag for you. We'll have a hockey jersey because those are still available, twenty percent off at JewelMoneyStore.com. Uh, a couple other things: a long sleeve T-shirt, a very a very fashionable and attractive and comfortable uh, product. I think we have one or two more things. That, oh, oh, we got to get your trucker hat too. So we'll get one of those. Uh, Eighty bucks a month. Uh, can we do this by Venmo? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. And uh, uh, oh no, we're doing seventy bucks a month. Dave's oh, doing look 30. how excited he is! Hey! He realized he saved ten dollars. Hey! He saved ten bucks. <laughs> That's the most excited he's been all damn day. Music to his ears. I was waiting for. If we keep this up, we may. We, we're gonna. Oh, don't worry. We'll renegotiate next time I'm here. <laughs> Man, she's way better at this than you. <sighs> okay. I guess we're going to have to go with that chess team kid for the second <laughs> sponsorship. Okay, so uh, so the princely sum of 100 bucks a month swag. But we are going to expect uh, you to listen to the show because that download every week will double our audience. And, of course, we'll want you to promote us on Instagram, any of your social media platforms. Occasionally uh, favor us with some, uh, some, uh, some brand uh, management, the flashing the gear out there. Um, and uh, and I think we could probably uh, with games if you are available for games we could probably do some joint appearances and that doesn't mean we'll be selling any products made with marijuana but we could do some sort of <laughs> Detroit uh, MSU rowing teams and maybe yeah. you could bring some of your your teammates out. Oh yeah, they're always down to go to a football game. <laughs> okay, well, on those occasions we can bump it up to 110 bucks. Sounds good. Deal made. Oh man, the geeks inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek? Or we're turning into cool guys? I briefly considered making people who negotiate against you from your side of the table our geek of the I'm week. on her side. I'm on the side of college athletes. Then it's my fault for not figuring out what the rules of the game were before we started. But I want to tell you... I can afford to give this money away because I saved a bundle by refinancing with Hall Financial. Hey. They helped me buy my two houses in East Lansing, which Ooh. are are basically uh, estates, frankly, just off of Harrison. And uh, the rent just went up, kids. Sorry about that. Uh, it's <laughs> just a coincidence. A <laughs> it's just a coincidence. It has nothing to do with our, our recently failed negotiation with our new uh, endorser, our influencer. But if you want to save money, call David Hall. Rates are still in the twos. And a refi will save you every month because you'll pay a lower rate. But you'll also save some money when you refi because you get to skip a couple of payments. And then the savings just keeps on coming. So if you want to get started, click on our website, mlsolvedetroit.com, to get to their website. Or call 248-308-5000. That's 248-308-5000. Ask for Dan Morrison, Mr. James Bentley. Uh, you can just say, hey, James, is Dan there? Um, and you, whenever you get on the end of the phone, you tell them that your old pal ML sent you. And MLS for Spartan, 146-7435. We're working all the sponsorships in here. So our Geek of the Week, quite simply, is candidates who don't follow the rules. Candidates uh, in my district and throughout the city of Detroit have been putting lawn signs everywhere, on the medians, What's on the corners. Rule? The rule is you can only put a lawn sign in the lawn, not that strip along the street, not a public way. It has to be on the lawn of someone who has agreed to put that lawn sign in their lawn. And the problem with this is not only are they unsightly, 
not only they are a pain in the ass for street reps like me who really should be out there pulling those signs out of the median but are afraid to get caught on camera and having people say, there's ML pulling other people's lawn signs out. They stay up there forever because there are people who pay people to put these lawn signs wherever. They just litter the landscape. Plausible deniability. And after the race, they don't take them down. So those of you littering our streets, creating the false sense that you have massive support when really all you're doing is creating more blight in a city where we are trying to eliminate blight, you are my Geek of the Week. And on August 4th, you better start taking that shit down. Uh, last night, we had a uh, fundraiser at the Cadre Cafe. It was outstanding. The King's English played. It was my first time seeing World War Four live, which was the uh, single in the video they debuted on this show. But as you may know, the guys in the King's English are also in Shasta Fox. And uh, our friend Mark Kurlianchik cut this promotional video for them, which we are going to show you right now. Are we showing it because your signage is in the back? This is outrageous. People think <laughs> that I am some sort of diabolical um, uh, subliminal advertiser. No, this is a beautiful video. It is a beautiful video. Some very talented gentlemen performing. Max Prokop, who wrote our specially commissioned... Oh, solo. wow. Look at that giant ML Elric sign. Show. What is that doing there? Pretty cool, huh? That is incre- That guy is everywhere. Solving oh, people's problems. He takes problems. that sign down when he's done with it. Uh, you can count on that. It costs 150 bucks. <laughs> oh, what's? Oh yeah, look at that. You can follow Shasta Fox on Facebook.com, Shasta Fox Band. And if you follow them, let them know you heard about them on the Soul of Detroit. Hey, guys. So the other reason we brought uh, Kalina into the Soul of Detroit family is because I said, Kalina, what do you think about new wave music? And she oh. said, new wave music? Never heard of it. That tells me you're real old. <laughs> and I said, I guess... Kalina, do you know what new wave music is? Only because I listen to this podcast. Okay. Educating the people. So you don't. Yeah, no. Educating the people. (laughs) Do you like it? It's fine. It's definitely like what my parents listen to, like when we're driving really far and like we lost radio signal. But you know, it's okay. (laughs) He's so defeated. I love having you here because you've defeated him so many times. This research department just shots sucks, across man. the bow. I love it. This this whole there's a whole section of my research report that was apparently deleted before it was sent to me on Kalina, but what, that's fine. What do you listen to? I listen to a lot of like 
like indie pop music, whatever my coach puts on at practice. I mean, just a little bit of everything. So not new wave. That's the new wave of today, indie pop music. Whatever makes you feel better. That's all new wave music was, independent pop music that was cooler than most other pop music. So Sean was concerned that we did not have enough American new wave bands. I was. You expressed that. I think it's it's it can be demonstrated by review of previous shows, which we encourage you to do it. Okay. At mlsoldetroit.com or wherever you get your podcast. So we're gonna give you one of the great bands from LA, X with Burning House of Love. Will that be sufficient? You can see from the freeway bar. No silhouette but light left on Burning there for long Burning there for long Smoke is rising from the back Coming out my back door I'm inside summer sleep Silhouette on the floor Burning there for long Thank you. 
I can still remember a couple of years ago when the smoke and flame called my name. It was a burning house of love. Sean, you can't possibly object. Oh, I, lo- I like the band, you know. Is that so, New Wave? So in the rundown, it says, it says uh, the smart money says Sean is going to raise a specific objection to this selection. And we were not even through the first verse. And he's like, it's more punk. I knew exactly. No, not this song. That's so- excuse me. That song. That's not really a punk song. It's it's kind of new wavy. It's more rock and roll. But the, but they started out as sort of a punk band, right? Right. So right. They're from the saying. LA punk scene. They do have a very hard rock edge. But I would tell you, so does the Cult, which is definitely a new wave band. And so you can have these these crunching guitars. You can have these soaring lyrics in new wave. It doesn't have to be synth. And this band has the greatest. Name lineup: John Doe, lead singer and bass. Hmm. XN Cervenka, yep. the lead singer and ex-wife of John Doe. DJ Bonebreak is the drummer, and Billy Zoom is the guitar player. Who has kind of a not Zoos. It's only one Zoos. <laughs> okay. Only one Zoos. But Kalina, those... did you like it? It was all right. Speak the truth, please. All right. Well, $90 a month. Like I said, it sounds say. like something you'd hear at a pub in the middle of the day when there's right. that one man in just kind of sitting there. In the middle of the day. And that one man awesome. is M.L. Elric. <laughs> drowning like, yeah. in his sorrows. He would never pay for a beer. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm that lonely stripper on a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> working the pole. But no, the, the, the guitars on this are just unbelievable. The, the, the ringing... Of those guitars, it's almost like uh, it's almost like angels singing. Yeah, that's what it's like. What's the next feature of the show? <sighs> <laughs> Someone's in a hurry. Uh, how to donate? We have some no, very generous donors. Um, our uh, steady supporters checked in: Kristen, William, and Frank. Thank you very much. Frank's contribution comes with this comment: "I would be amused if you use my donation to construct a cardboard sign in honor of Woody telling me about the tour de France." And use it to knock Mark Fellhauer off his tricycle. What? Or falling chair. Bring it. Nasjovia. So, uh, Mark, uh, how, how can people who are perhaps a little more, uh, a little more uh, copacetic than, than our friend Francis give to them? <laughs> MLSolaDetroit.com. There's a little donate button. Takes you right to PayPal. There's no limit on, on unlike my campaign, there's not a limit. You can donate up to $2,100. And I, apparently we're going to have a $70 shortfall every right. month. Yes, but we, are, we need, to, uh, we need to, uh, to restock the coffers to keep this kid in, uh, in tacos. So, uh, so please uh, go and give generously, give often, uh, whatever you got, we'll take it. Uh, I think th- uh, there was some mention earlier in the show of merchandise. We're going to rip right through that. Uh, we would appreciate if you'd subscribe, share, rate, and love the show. Some feedback. We're catching up on some feedback from last week. Uh, Amber wrote, wondering if your basement flooded again. Yes. Who do you blame for round two? The yeah. water Who, system. Do you really? You blame Gliwa? Uh, I, I, you know, I was willing to wait for the outcome of their investigation, but after reading Beth LeBlanc's piece saying that these pumps were not reliable, that they knew they weren't reliable, that they didn't have backup, there is now no other conclusion a reasonable person can reach other than Gliwa. Amen is yeah. responsible for this. Please sign my petition at, at, at change.org. Detroit, stop Detroit flooding. It's time for action. Um, has there been any word on what the average FEMA assistance check to homeowners could be? We don't know, but Mark had his own experience, which uh, d- fills my heart with, uh, with terror. 
Why? Because it was so much less than what I lost. It was in like twenty fourteen. It was less than fifteen percent, right? You you, uh, you justified about sixteen grand is what it cost in damages, and I think we got twenty five hundred from uh, FEMA. Yeah, and, but and, honestly, at that point, it's like I'll take any dollar. Sure, and what we're hearing is that FEMA will only compensate you for the necessary things like your sure. furnace, yeah, power, and the hot water tank, electrical. but it won't pay you for your washer and dryer because they consider those things to be yeah. non-essential. Hilarious, yeah. Now, if you've been wearing Sean's T-shirt for the last year and a half without washing it, I think we would think that a washer would be essential. Yeah, apparently, you just wash in the bathtub and hang it up outside. Oh, well, I guess that's an soap option. a soap. So, oh, okay. All right. There you go. Such so. wisdom from Sean. Yes. Um, soap is soap. Can you speak you to the U of it, you wash it. Can you speak to the U of M Innovation Center not happening? Yes. I always thought that that Gilbert deal was just some sort of some sort of horn swaggle to try and get. I that thought this was feedback. This, well, that, asking, that, that, they did ask that. that yeah. So you don't, you don't think that's ever going to happen anywhere in the city? Because it's not going to happen on the boondoggle, well, the old jail site. Yeah, I don't know that it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that I've never believed that they were going to build that soccer stadium they said they were going to build when they got that land from sure. the county. So yeah, That was a total bait yeah. and switch. Now, I will say that the, the renderings of the U of M Innovation Center looked super cool, and yeah, that would be a hell of a gateway project. Nothing turns into a, but, a rendering. Yeah, no. I know, Well, look at the evolution of the, uh, the big tower. That, oh, uh, the Hudson building yeah yeah i mean that thing's shrinking and whatever but um it seems all these big downtown projects never materialize i wouldn't say that's true but it's sad that the detroit news freep and cranes hype all the development bs which turns out to be fake most of the time i don't think that's true either i think they they report it when it's announced but then they stay on top of it and they try and keep us up to date on what's going on seems to be a shortage of skepticism in our newsrooms well amber i think there's something to be said there um, and uh, she says it seems like there's more development in East Lansing than Detroit in the last five years. Let me just tell you, someone who's been knocking on doors since January, I've knocked on over a thousand doors, been in every precinct in the district, in every neighborhood in the pre- in the district. There's a lot of development going on in Detroit. It's just not all on the front page. A thousand doors, Kalina. Will you pat him on the back for that? <laughs> uh, I don't need to fill his ego anymore. <laughs> more than a thousand doors. Oh. Um, uh, Sorry, Kyle cogitates. Yeah. I greatly enjoyed Woody as a guest. Cogitates. I think we we all agree. I thought I was the only one who enjoyed bike riding. Other red shovel shows need to be more senior, and I'm not sure what he meant there. The the cycling enthusiasts who turn in. I think he means more sensitive or more attuned to whatever. Anyways, yes, um, good stuff. So uh, Pat, uh, last week I called him Phil. Sorry, not Pat. From Plymouth rejoins. Hi guys, just want to drop a note to say how much I enjoyed the July 13th. You had a good float. Wait, so that's what he said last week. This week he said, "You know, I was only kidding." And by the way, I'm not Phil. I'm Pat. What? He was only kidding. So of course it, it didn't make I sense. I thought he liked the MLS show. MLS show less. One four six seven four three five. Yes. No, I knew that was that was a ridiculous statement to be discounted immediately. Uh, thank you, uh, Pat. Um, not Phil. Crazy campaign update. Do you guys want this crazy campaign? Or should we get out? There's of here? more. This we teased at the beginning of the show. Oh, you mean because the whole show, except for <laughs> well, getting I hear from Kalina, all these doors he's not David. done, and uh, the sign battle, and uh, the event that he had. We squeezed in a little rowing like, and some brisket burger. Like four mate major in this hour and a half long campaign. Thing. We can just skip it and stop. Oh no, you teased it very well at the top of the hour. I just, is it gonna, okay, go ahead. What what happened? I'm dying to know. Okay, pins and needles. So uh, I was uh, I received Still on pins a, and needles. a last minute invitation <laughs> to appear at uh, 
at uh, Perfecting Church, which is a, a sure. large and very influential church on the east side. Uh, Pastor Marvin Winans has a couple of performing arts academies in the city, which are are uh, quite nice schools. In fact, there's one on our side of town that basically saved the neighborhood. Edge of my seat. Becoming blight. So when you go to these things, it's not always like at Greater Burnett where you get to speak. Sometimes you're just acknowledged by the pastor. So everybody's in their cars in the parking lot because they're not back in the sanctuary. And so it's, it's a great service. How many more sews and then <laughs> are in this story? Why don't you sew some buttons on your underwear? As my friend Anne-Marie Timmons used to say in New Hampshire. So um, there's one more. Where's the ding? But anyway, I'm walking in front of the congregation in front of the stage. And the Winans, you know, Winans are Grammy-winning uh, performers. So Pastor Marvin Winans is, uh, is, is no slouch. I get to the other end of the stage, just kind of walk, do the royal wave, and I'm standing next to the stage, just enjoying the service, and a guy comes up to me and says, hey, how's it going? I say, hey, good, you know, good to see you. Thanks for coming out. He says, you don't, you don't recognize me. Uh-oh. And I'm standing side by side. Usually when that happens, it's because I've done a story that someone was in a long time ago, or... You think their name's Phil, and it's Or really that Pat. I was chasing them, and they're mad and want to even it up. So I turn and I face this person, and do you know who it was? Somebody who was cogitating. Somebody you should have known. (laughs) Bobby Wesley Ferguson. Really? It was Bobby Ferguson. No shit. So I hugged him. He's lost 45 pounds. Looks like a million bucks. And uh, yeah. So when's he coming on the show? Uh, we didn't, he has an open invitation, uh, to get on the show. We invited, and Daniel Ferguson, his, his, uh, cousin has an open invitation to come back on the show. So we're waiting for them to take us up on that offer. But was it awkward running into him? No. In fact, I, I, uh, I right away, I hugged him as soon as I recognized him because, you know, Bobby, Bobby had some problems. He did some things that I think, uh, that we, we don't think were good, but, um, I always got along with Bobby and, uh, and he's been freed. And he paid uh, some of the price for what he did. And so it was just kind of nice to see him. When did you run into him? This was Sunday. Sunday. Uh, did he go to, he wasn't at Kwame's wedding uh, the day before? Uh, he tells me he was. He was? Yep. Okay. And to all of you who asked on so social media, I was not invited. So. Would you have gone? No. No. Uh, we're, we're, we're looking ahead. We want everybody to live their lives. And we want to be focused on where we're going. But, uh, but yeah, it was great to see Bobby. Hence the nuptials. Um, He's moving on. Nuptials, I think. Nuptials? Nuptials? Whatever. Anyways, so if you want to find out what other crazy things are happening to me on the campaign trail, follow me at ML4Detroit on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find out about podcast news at Elric on Twitter, ML No Periods, Elric on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I think it's ML underscore Elric. Or you can follow... Kalina Nice on Instagram at K A L E E K N I E S S, Kali Nice. And we will have a link to that on our website. Do you do Facebook or Twitter? A little bit. I'm more on Facebook than I am on Twitter. TikTok? Pretty much. What oh, yeah. Do. I love TikTok. TikTok is just fun. Can you uh, do any TikTok stuff for us? Oh, no. It, I, I can't do dances. Is, is Snapchat old now? I don't like no one really posts on it to like share. It's like more like a friend thing. Like it's almost like a texting app than yeah. anything. That's interesting. But you're still on Facebook. That's weird. Yeah. That's for us old people. Well, there's a lot of like Facebook groups. That's how everyone does everything now. Uh, so if I I'd have a Facebook group for Greek life, I have a Facebook group for my rowing team. Everything's got. But it's Facebook all TikTok, group. Instagram. Oh yeah. 
Okay. Well, there's a lot for us old guys to learn. <laughs> ML, do you even know what TikTok is? It's what my watch says. That's why I watch uh, roller skating videos. <laughs> okay. That's a completely what? random and bizarre statement. I- I roller skated a lot as a kid, and there's a lot of great roller skating videos out there. I thought you stole. I've never seen them on TikTok before. I thought you stole mopeds in Saigon. You on roller skates too? I'd love to see the Sean Windsor algorithm of what he looks at. Sub industry out there of there's actually a great rink in Detroit, and they make videos all the time. All the time, they have their own page, and it's great. Across from Southfield, fabulous. They put it to music, and it's great. Is that the one that's just across from Southfield? It's like watching. It's like watching dancing. Pardon me. Is yeah. that the one on uh, that's uh, just across from Southfield? Yeah, I can't remember the address. <laughs> yeah, because uh, but it's on the it's on that side of town. And there's uh, one on the east side too. <laughs> oh, there's one not been... far from my house, uh, Skateland. That uh, that's it. People that is a, that can that a lot of people uh, are afraid to go there. I went there for my friend's 11th birthday party, and a white kid pushed me and called me a honky. We're the only white kids there. Me, this little birthday party, and this other kid, who may, for all I know, have been Richard Wershey at the time, but uh, that's that place has a tough reputation. Yeah. It's never open except for like two in the morning on Sunday. It? It's a, it's a crazy a crazy phenomenon. Anyway, um, so uh, Sean, what are you up to? <laughs> Watching okay. skating videos on TikTok. No, the NBA yeah. the NBA draft, right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Pistons have so the number pumped. one pick. Yeah, without a doubt. Lots of Piston coverage and going to Vegas for summer ball and next week or the weekend. You, after, I can't remember. You had an It'd Olympic be great basketball. If it was next week, so I had to be here. You had an Olympic basketball column that ruffled some feathers too, I which did. is interesting. I did. It was it was good. It was good. it was terrible. Oh damn it! I don't well, know so, why Mark's talking about. So it. your feedback said yes. It became very political. It did. It did. I, was, I wrote a column about how many folks were happy that the team USA men's basketball team lost the other day to France. Right. And all the because they don't like Greg Popovich's politics, because they feel like some of the players are ungrateful or not American enough. You know what? It's all coded stuff, and so. But some of the some of the comments and stories I saw, they were they were like, "I hope they keep losing." Well, I'm I'm just it. glad that you wrote about something other than Michigan State women's rowing for a change. Wow. No one ever writes about Michigan State's women rowing. I think that's about. Maybe I should. Oh, change. now now that you shame him, now you're trying to it's get out of the show. Okay. Well, you know he's, he's he's always for the underdogs, but I have not seen any Michigan State's women rowing articles under. Didn't you Sean's say that was uh, akin to golf? Did, what, didn't we establish that earlier? That, how can it be an underdog? That's if what you're, you if chauvinist you're that said. No, no, oh. no. That's what Mark was trying to say. Is it an expensive sport? Um. Yeah. I mean, shells. Are upwards of one hundred, two hundred thousand uh, dollars. Is that a boat? Yeah. So <laughs> you got to have your own lake. Yeah. So and then you got to have a boathouse to store all these yeah. boats. Wait, it's, you don't call it a shell house? No, oh. it's a boathouse. Do you, have you rowed down on the the Detroit River out of that? I have that not. club down there. A lot of the Wyandotte Boat Club. A lot of the girls on my team are from there, and one of my coaches used to coach there. Yeah, the place off Belle Isle is a great old boathouse. That's really cool. I went there before it got closed down, and it was. Amazing. We used to play there in the jazz band. It is a spectacular it's incredible. place that hopefully is starting to come back. But there's a big learn-to-row program for adults, and there are a lot of women over 40 who are joining these rowing leagues where they learn how to row, and it's become a huge social thing. It really is a sport that uh, has a surprisingly uh, uh, expanding and diehard following. Yeah, I did a story about that probably seven, eight years ago. And went out at the I told crack. You, you did a, a woman's rowing. The, the story. crack of uh, crack of dawn, and well, Mandy Wright was out there, who's our one of our photographers, who's mm-hmm. over in Tokyo right now covering the Olympics. But she was out 
taking these just gorgeous pictures. And so I went out and rode around and uh, didn't really row so much as it's because I had a notepad and tried not to fall in the water. But you know, it was really cool. Bit of a coxswain. Well, there's that joke again. Oh my God. How, how tiring of a joke it's is that? It's the guy who sits on the end of the boat and watches. How tiring is That's that joke? You should I do as a little observer. I oh, took, took notes. Okay. Well, Thank God I'm not a coxswain, but they they have a hard coxswain? job. Coxswain. Okay. Well, we're not going to touch that. Yeah, one. they have to steer the boat. They have to sure. tell us what to do. They come up with our race plan. If I didn't have a coxswain, I wouldn't finish half my races. Yeah, so there. It's not just a funny word. It's serious business. It is a funny word, though. Do you it's have to? It's not business. just a funny word. Do you have to be a certain size and weight? Oh, to- yeah. You have to be... Most coxswains are around 110 pounds. Okay. So our coxswain was underweight. She got sandbagged at Big Ten. So if you're not at least 110 pounds, they fill oh, up they, a bag with wow. sand. Like a jockey. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, you can have the parting word. Is there anything else you want to rag on ML for? No, nah, I feel like I kind of dug his grave today. <laughs> yeah, and I had to write, I had to pay the undertaker on top of it. Will you come back and, uh, you know, put the dirt in? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, we, may, uh, we may reopen the competition here. Next week, special week, it's election day in Detroit. These are nonpartisan elections, so the top two finishers will advance to the general election. Obviously, I hope to continue my candidacy beyond next Tuesday, so I will not be here in the host chair, but I will aspire to call in as Sean Windsor and the the superlative, the uh, the distinctive, the one and only O Street. You may remember her column from the Detroit Free Press. You may have seen her doing many of her entrepreneurial things like Detroit, Detroiter from Detroit, Detroiter from the suburbs, Detroit T-shirts and stuff. She is quite the Renaissance woman. Onita Jackson is supposed to be here to co-host with Sean. And uh, I know that uh, Sean and I occasionally uh, engage in some robust banter. That ain't nothing compared to what happens when Sean parks on O Street next week. I wish. We'll see. I could listen to the whole show as it happens. We'll see. And if we have to cancel, you can get that out on your Twitter feed? No. You're locked in. (laughs) What? Or Facebook. You're locked in. Or your TikTok. The minute you bit that burger... You, that was a that was an oral contract. Really? So okay. So, okay. On that or note. or it could be next week Joey Zuver's. Pre- it could be the Joe and O show. What about that? Or you could give your employees a week off for the first time in a year. You're more of an independent contractor. Actually. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think you could get. Why do you make me call you sir? Why do you make me call you so many rules? Yeah. It's supposed to be your lordship. I think we negotiated, <laughs> sir. Once again, Mark did not help me in that negotiation. You're welcome. So, yes, thank you very much. So, anyways, I think that's all we got. Uh, we will be back uh, next week, or some of us will be. And uh, if uh, the election doesn't go well, this will become a daily podcast. Uh, <laughs> just live streaming, uh, stream of consciousness. But until then, we, we asked the only person who could possibly take us out, that would be our friend Cyrus, to, to do so immediately. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> I'm not going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is just flip out. Who's coming with me? Who is coming with me? I will go with you. Kalina Nice. Thank you. With my love We're going to be okay because I am going to take my one client and we are going to go all the way. Help me. Kalina, help me help you. Help me help you.
You. You are hanging on by a very thin thread. <laughs> and I dig that about you. You want to go out to dinner? Some dudes might have the coin, but they'll never have the quan. Quan? It means love.